Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. You might get some background noise as we sit here in beautiful Queenstown, waterfalls in the background, fireplace going, and a glass of wine in my hand, and I've got the famous Gigi, Jana DeBella, sitting right beside me. Uh, so uh, she's also got a wine in her hand too, guys. But uh, we're going to talk about something... Uh, that will resonate with most people, and that is the art of parenting. Uh, and of course, we're no experts except from the fact that we have two beautiful children that have turned 11 and 9, uh, 10,000 hours to be an expert. We've done our fair share, as I'm sure most have. But uh, we get asked a lot of questions about parenting our children, how we go about it. And um, I'm going to do a bit of a QA and a with, obviously, my wife, Jana, and I'm sure she'll have some questions for me as well. So uh, let's see where this takes us over the next seven to nine minutes, keeping in the space of flashcast being under 10 minutes. So first thing, Jana, welcome. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for having me on the show. Uh, listen, you're um, you're the biggest hit. Every time we got you on the show, we get more downloads. So um, you might have to call it um, Gigi's podcast rather than PDB. But um, And let's just park that one right there, right? <laughs> G, tell me, what is the most um, treasured thing about being a mum? I can still remember the first day I I had Annika in the hospital and I laid eyes on her and it was at that moment that I honestly felt complete as a person. So Annika, the gift of parenting, both Annika and Ali have given me a sense of a, a connection with the a bigger sense of myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. And tell me, um, biggest joy that it's brought to you? I think the wonderful thing about parenting is a lot of parents think that we're actually teaching our children something where, in fact, they're teaching us every day. So that's what I've gotten is the lessons they've taught me. So in spirit of that, what is the number one lesson that comes to mind? And of course, this is all unscripted, so I'm firing questions at you quickly. Um, What's the best lesson? Well, not the best lesson. um, What is the lesson that comes to mind that they've taught you so far? One would have to be patience, most definitely. How to be patient when things are not going to plan. Because we all have a plan about how we want things to be and when it doesn't happen, that's when you got to dig in deep and be most patient. Tell me, um, we talk a lot about values in business. Obviously, we've worked closely for many years together and, um, you know, we've done some awesome things together so far. Uh, Tell me about values. We talk about values in business, but how important are values and instilling those values into the wonderful um, children that we have? Our values are so important because they're fundamental to our belief system. They guide our behaviour. They let us know the difference of what is right and wrong with us. And, of course, everyone has a different value system. Uh, But it brings alignment also when we have shared value with others. And that's, I think, how we pick our tribes in life is through our values. So, again, segue into how important is our children surrounding themselves with the right people and not just the right friends, but also the uh, the right families of friends? It's crucial that they uh, surround themselves with the right people because we're human beings, we're social animals. So who we have around us definitely influences who we are, who we become, So, yeah, it's completely crucial. But our children will make their own decisions around who they choose to surround themselves. And right now it's our job to teach them what's important to them. 
so that they make those decisions clearly for themselves down the track. Yeah, and something we talk about, obviously, is leading by example and, and making sure that we provide an inclusive environment where it's not just about good uh, behaviours, but it's also pointing out and calling people on bad behaviours, which is something that we talk a lot about. Um, you don't experience good without understanding bad, and you'll never experience bad without understanding good. So to me, they work in tandem, and of course, we wish nothing but the best, but that wouldn't be ideal and certainly doesn't breed resilience. So I know that uh, we have a shared value there where we talk about resilience in our children and the best way to breed resilience is to expose them to all situations and scenarios and really coach them through really conversate with your children um i know that we both do that extremely well maybe sometimes too much especially when my 11 year old daughter starts rolling her eyes and and looks to you and says here we go dad's on a tangent um as much as frustrating it could be at times it's quite cute because uh i I do like to sit there and, and talk it out with them as you do too but really help um point out to them not just the good but the bad and one doesn't exist without the other and um, it's something that obviously we really, really hone in on, that resilience is, is a key value and a key skill, call it, that um, every person needs to make sure that they have. Um, tell me, you know, if, if one thing stands out the most for you in terms of parenting, um, what is something that everybody must do when it comes to parenting? We always talk about allowing our kids to make mistakes and uh, and being okay with that. So sometimes, especially our little boy, he's, he's a very sensitive little individual and when he feels he has failed, he really beats himself up over it. So often the conversations with him when he feels he's failed is very much around, well, forget the mistake, what was your intention? And how did, what was your intention and what did you learn from that intention? Don't worry about the mistake. The mistake is your first attempt in learning. Um, And that works well for him to stop him from going from that negative mindset to a more positive mindset where he can actually do something with the mistake. Yeah, and um, isn't it amazing when we point out uh, mindset, how powerful it is? I mean, just the other day, while we've been away for a few days together, Annika obviously didn't have a really good night's sleep and her, had a um, an exam the next day and, she, you know, and we rang her to make sure she was okay. And the first thing she said is, I had a terrible night's sleep and yada, 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 yada. It was all negative, negative. And it was one comment that said, well, how about we switch it and focus on positive mindset? How about we look at it and say, what is really good about what's happening right now switch your brain from a fixed mindset from a negative mindset to a positive mindset and therefore it can bring out the best in you later that afternoon after speaking with her her exam went quite well Um, it's quite powerful and, and and it's sometimes I think we as adults get caught up that these you know, in-depth conversations or these in-depth philosophies that we might see it as only belong to the adults when actually it's it's shaping the future of our kids by having conversations at a young age, by talking them through this, by sharing our experiences with them. Because to me, um, the best learnings are that through wisdom. And I always say that wisdom comes with age and the older we become, the wiser we become. But what good is that if we're not sharing it with our youth? And I think that one of the key takeaways for all of us is to make sure that given any opportunity, whether it's our children or our friends' children or, or um, any children, that we can actually impart some of our wisdom at any level onto them so that they can fast track their learning. Jana, 
in closing, and of course, as I say, keeping in the spirit of keeping all these under 10 minutes, um, even though we could talk for days, tell me, what is something that makes you nervous about parenting in the future? I would have to say the influence of social media on my children. Uh, you know, we're probably the first generation parents that have gone through where kids have known nothing other than having an iPhone. Uh so the, the influence that that plays is, yes, it does worry me because we can't often shape all of their exposure now these days. So tell me in closing, what um, tips would you say that um, people should have or, and what should we have, you and I, as obviously parenting our children in terms of that? Well, like anything in life, any situation, there has to be boundaries. So we obviously apply those boundaries where our children aren't allowed to have any technology during the week. Uh, I feel that at this stage in their lives, social media channels are too, too much for them to handle. So that would be my two tips right now. No social media and limited technology time during the week. Yeah, some good tips there. Well, Gigi, as usual, not only is it a privilege to have you on the show, it's obviously a privilege to co-parent with you because you're a wonderful mother and I know you work so hard at it every time and um, our children are truly lucky to have you, um, which, is, which is a blessing. Ladies and gentlemen, always a pleasure to bring to you topics that have come from uh, the public. This one's come up many times about how Jana and I parent our children in the spirit of all good things. Be the best that you can be. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella and Jana DeBella on Flashcast by PDB. And that is Flashcast by PDB, not just yet GG Flashcast. See you soon.